Previously on The Morphin Grid. We start off at the museum. The main attraction, it's an urn, and it's got the face stealer in it. He apparently steals faces. Who knew? A group of warriors stopped him back in the day. They had masks. Zed is like, I don't believe that at all. And Rito's like, well, I'm gonna get it. Rito is sent down to get the jar. Cuts to Rito stealing the jar while Rocky is being a dink. We cut to Azenia. She's like, oh no, the face stealer has been stolen. Rito gives the jar to Rita, and this Pokemon comes out. Zordon does not believe in the face stealer. He's real powerful. They're gonna need Titanus. They morph. They land in front of the face stealer. Bulk and Skull come barreling over this hill. Face stealer spits on him, and they get their faces stolen. Adam dodges a face stealing ray, and then is immediately hit by a second one. Aisha's like, I'm gonna help you! And runs right in front of the face stealer. Yeah, the rangers grab them, and they teleport away to the command center. They go to the museum, and they see Azenia. Power Rangers, what are you doing here? We need some masks. You want to steal our faces, huh? Well, you can't because we have masks on. But they don't. They're just holding it up to the front of their face. Yeah. So he shoots beams at them, but they bounce off the masks. The beams bounce back and, like, hit him, and he releases a bunch of faces. One of them is a baby. So Adam and he's got their faces back. He gets crisscrossed and grows. Titanus wasn't ready before, but he's ready now. We better call Titanus. Let's let's do the Ultra Ninja Zord. This toy kills Face Stealer. He's stuck back into the urn. Bulk and Skull are at the museum. They go to the rangers. Like, all right, stop right there. <laughs> this is uh, Junior Police Patrol business now. Hand over the urn the masks. Okay, officers, here. Okay, yeah, just here you go. And they're about to return them, and they're arrested by museum cops. We have no idea what happens to Balkan Skull. Azina comes in and is like, children, thank you for showing so much concern. She'll thank them for saying that they're going to try and help. But arrest Balkan Skull. But arrest Balkan Skull for bringing it back. She's the worst. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 127, season 3, episode 15? Yes, 15, 15. The Potion Notion. Uh, it aired on October 9th, 1995. It was written by Jackie Marchand. Marchand? Mar- Marchand? Marchand. <laughs> uh, directed by Rad Bob. Bob oh, Radler. yeah. Rad Bob Radler. <laughs> Heavy quotes. Rad Bob, Bob Radler. Bob Radler. So weird, weird air date stuff coming up. Yeah. The uh, last episode aired on October 2nd, which is... Six days after the episode before that on September 26th. No, okay. a week. A week after that. Yeah. This one is a week after the last episode. Okay. The next episode in numerical order is I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. We're skipping that for now. Yeah, we're going to skip that. That's going to be our Christmas episode this year. But that Spoilers. aired originally on November 23rd, 1995. The next episode after that, or the next episode that aired after this one, this is getting weird. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting loopy. Is, is a week after this one. So they're doing like one a week. Yeah, they might have for this month. They might have slowed down a little bit cuz like I know that like sometimes they they would do that and then yeah. they would just play repeats cuz like because then the next one is a week after this one and then there's one the next day after that and then there's not another one until October 31st. That's weird, man. <laughs> Yeah, maybe just got a little slow. Like they, they got a little behind on production, so they started cranking it up. That could be. But yeah, w- so what we're doing is we're gonna skip the next episode, one twenty-eight. So the next episode you see from us will be one twenty-nine. Okay. Season three, episode still sixteen. Still sixteen. If we're going in aired order. Yeah, uh, but we're gonna. It's gonna say one twenty-nine. There will be no one twenty-eight. You are not missing it if you're looking. <laughs> you will for get one twenty-eight at Christmas. At Christmas, probably time. on like Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> I think I know what today's episode is, and I'm pretty excited about it. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along. They're all on Netflix. There's DVDs. You can get them easily, and I encourage you to do so because these episodes are kind of wacky. And chances are pretty good that you are new because uh, I started editing Sailor Business recently, and they've been giving shoutouts to their probably significantly larger fan base. So if you are from Sailor Business, welcome. Also, if you're from that Alonzo Bowden tweet, welcome, because that will tickle me <laughs> to no end if we did get someone from that. Hey, do you want to go watch an episode of Power Rangers? Yes. Good, because we have to, because it has to be out tomorrow. <laughs> it's Morphin Time!
And we're back, and we just watched The Notion Potion Notion. Potion Notion. <laughs> it's in one of those orders. I can't remember. <laughs> so I did them both. It's a pretty good episode. I really liked it. It was good. Before we talk about it, though, morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website, and you can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com, and we're on Twitter at morphingrid, and we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid, and we're on iTunes, and we're on Stitcher. So that's the run-on sentence I could have formed. <laughs> If you want to leave us a rating review in either of those places, that would be pretty sweet. I haven't checked the reviews in a couple days. I think our last one is still Christina, but maybe not. Maybe I'll be surprised next time. Uh, I don't think there's... Oh, there is Power Rangers business. Oh, right. The um, character descriptions yeah. from the movie. Friend of the show, Gary Binkman, uh, sent us on Facebook a... By sent us, I mean tagged us personally. Right. <laughs> so we would definitely see it. Uh, a There was like a leaked description of all the characters. I don't know if they're real or not. But this is the most promising thing I've seen so far. <laughs> I'm starting to come around, guys. So I think we're just going to go through them real quick and uh, and talk about it for a minute. Cool? Cool. All right. So start off with Jason, 17 years old. The makings of someone or something great. What? Someone or something? Is he a monster? Oh, is he no. an alien? I think I figured out your clever wording, uh, casting director. Who's directing this? Um <laughs> It's not, uh, it's not M. Night Shyamalan, is it? No. Uh, Dean Israelite, who did Project Almanac, which was... Uh, I have not seen that. It's like... Did you ever see Chronicle? Oh, no. We all have telekinesis now. Like New Hampshire bad. Chronicle? Yes, yes. New Hampshire Chronicle featuring uh, Aaron. I don't remember her last name. Uh, Fritz Weatherby. Fritz Weatherby. <laughs> Let me tell you the story. I love Fritz tell Weatherby. Tell the story. <laughs> M.C. Weatherby. <laughs> that's a that's a deep joke only two people will understand it. you're not one of them <laughs> so well, i don't know we get a lot of listeners now like relative to what we used to get maybe well, some of them are in new hampshire unless that joke is a, a joke between uh jacob berardi and me and our friend brian keegan so oh, oh, of, i didn't even get that joke i yeah. thought you were just talking about fritz weatherby <laughs> no, no no yeah if you know who fritz weatherby is like high five big ups he's he's the man uh, anyway Makings of someone or something great if he would just get out of his own way. Jason was a legend of this town, a freshman quarterback with the skills to take him all the way. People knew his name. Children wore his jersey. Until one night, Jason wrapped his car around a pole and busted out his knee. <laughs> this reads like a behind the music. Everything Jason was going to become <laughs> ended in an instant. And it, and with it, he lost himself. When we meet him at the start of the film, he's a kid in need of redemption. By the end, he'll be leading this disparate group of teens to shed their individual baggage. baggage and find who they really are. Okay, so he doesn't do karate, which is fair because karate he is does like as like rehabilitation as like for rehab? his knee. That could be pretty. So cool. So we just took took up karate. I like that we're starting with Jason having a personality. That's pretty right. Neat. That's a good. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a good way to start a character. Yeah. All right, Kimberly, seventeen years old, unconventionally cool in all the way. Unconventionally cool, all in a way. That's a weird sense. <laughs> all in a way, the popular girls wish they were. In fact, she was one of those girls, but isn't anymore. Not since she's returned to school after an absence for six months. Rumors are flying as to why. Uh, rumors she seems not to care about because she's come back with this new rebel without a cause, edgy attitude. But the truth is it's all masking a deep secret that makes her profoundly vulnerable. <sighs> okay, guys, we joked a long time ago <laughs> about Kimberly having an abortion. Hmm. And I hope, I hope, I hope it stays in a joke. I hope that joke <laughs> stays a joke buried in the archives of the Morphin Group podcast. I, I don't think that'll be it. Six months? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, like, her dad passed away. I don't know. We'll see. If they keep her parents' relationship, maybe it was the divorce. Maybe, but that, that wouldn't send you away from school. It might not if you nowadays, take it hard. I guess. <laughs> but, like, not nowadays it's, like, real commonplace. Right. Like, you know, 50% of them. But, like, I don't know. I hope I hope it's cool. I, 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 I really like that she's not just like, you're pretty and do gymnastics. Because, <laughs> like, Amy Jo Johnson made that work, but, like, it's been 22 years. We need a little bit more. Right. You know? So I like that there is more, and I like that it's, like, sort of the opposite of Mean Girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's pretty neat. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Trini, 17 years old, mysterious, and extremely bright. Her, her parents constantly move for work, making Trinity, Trinity? Trini the perpetual <laughs> new girl to any school. A loner who owns it. Trini is self-sufficient, contemplative, but always observant. All she wants is to find her gang of friends, but she'll never admit it, least of all to herself. Okay, number one, 
Her name is still Trini. Oh, good. So that's nice. <laughs> I like this better than Loner doing yoga in the desert. Because I understand how the two are connected. But by just putting that on the table, right. you're like, oh, I get it. It's pretentious. Okay. <laughs> but this seems like, again, they're doing right by the characters and that they're like giving them stuff to work with. And so I think I think the moral of the story is going to be that friendship is awesome, and I'm very excited. That could be. It's, for, it's building up that way from, from these few descriptions. Yeah, from the jump, they, it seems like they're building to that, and that's absolutely where it should go. Billy, 17 years old, slight and awkward. Billy is, is challenged in his abilities to communicate and interact socially. Whip smart and sweet, but always odd. Sometimes in a fun way, sometimes not. Billy is a kid with no filter. Uh, showing his emotions, understanding sarcasm, and dealing with his OCD is a constant challenge. He's never really had any friends and instantly gravitates towards Jason. I like this a lot. I think this might be my favorite one because that's what a nowadays Billy would be. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about the OCD. Yeah. And that I hope if they're going to say OCD that it's actual OCD they mean and it? he's not just a little quirky. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they're just saying in this character description, and they drop that entirely. Or by OCD, they mean organized. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, they could have gone with type A right. <laughs> instead of OCD. Because that gets thrown around a lot, and it's, like, really debilitating if you actually have it. And if you're – whereas you're like me, and you're like, oh, I am the messiest person ever. <laughs> but, like, these specific things just need to be in an order. That's right. totally different. That's totally my, different. My computer is super organized. There's a lot of like, it's a weird folder filing system. You have it's it's labyrinthian. Uh, <laughs> but that's it. I have a bunch of clothes all over my bedroom floor. <laughs> I have a desk that only holds a pile of junk on it, but I know everything that's on there. Nice. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping they. In a lot of ways, I'm still just a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that that they they handle this correctly. Uh, that's that's kind of my only hope for for that part but yeah. I, I do like the that, rest of it's good yeah I, and i like that he gravitates towards jason i kind of like that because if he doesn't have any friends and there's this new guy who everyone's like what happened he's like everyone leave me alone right there's, he's seeking redemption yeah like, and there's billy who's like hey i don't care what happened let's be friends come play calculators later <laughs> play calculators. <laughs> <laughs> what? all right let's do zach last uh 17 years old i'm getting a theme here i guess they're gonna be juniors or seniors <laughs> If they're just starting senior year, they could be 17. I was 17 my whole senior year. Cause my I was 18 by the time, like halfway through. So okay. by the time I graduated, I was 18. Yeah, most of my friends were. Uh, but I, I was born in June, so like I turn at the end of the school year, and then the next year I'm the whole thing. So it could, could be either way. I like that they're all the same age, but I wish it was like a little spread out. Like a little, just a little variance. Right. Um, yeah, that, that would have been nice. But anyway... Zach, 17 years old, always the life of the party, filled with bravado and swagger. Zach's tough and cool on the exterior, a charming guy who's never had trouble with the one-liner nor lacked confidence around women, a great athlete that's never wanted to play on any team but his own. So he does track, I guess? Or tennis? Or but, golf? Oh, oh, maybe. Can you imagine Zach doing, like, hip-hop keto tennis? That would be awesome. <laughs> Zach advertises everything about himself except the truth, which is that he lives in a trailer park with his single mom, and because of it, he feels deeply inferior to all his peers. So all these characters are deep. That yeah, there's a lot there. Like, not like so deep, oh, but like there's so deep, depth. Bro. Yeah, it's not. Um, They're all like putting on airs. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, it, it seems like they all kind of need each other. Hmm. Huh. If only they could find that one group that, of friends. Just that one thing that could bring them together. Trini's even says she's looking for her group of friends. Yeah. So I mean, come on. I'm Trini, in. I got I'm, news for you. All right, guys. You won me over. I'm in. <laughs> I'm back on board. I don't like that gold art is made of actual gold, but that just brings... We don't brings... know if that's true. We don't know if these are true. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope these are true. I hope the other one is less than Maybe true. a first draft. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I don't like gold art being made out of gold, again, is because the movie Cowboys vs. Aliens was all about aliens trying to steal gold, and it was so bad. <laughs> now I have flashbacks to that, and I don't like it. I don't know. I didn't read it as he's made of gold, just that Rita needs a certain amount to cast the spell to revive him. Ah, uh, maybe. We'll see. But like, Either way, she's in the mountains of Russia looking for gold. So Right? Or like, how dumb would it be if, like, oh, she's robbing banks to get gold? Like, I would kind of love that. I mean, but I, I also I, like Ninjor. 
So you can take that how you will. <laughs> anyway, so that's the that's the Power Rangers news. Do you want to do you want to talk about the episode we watched today? Potion Ocean? I feel like we just did a whole episode. Pretty but close. yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we start off Kim and Tommy walking down the stairs and Bulk and Skull are like, "Whoa, hey guys, you're a good-looking couple. Are they a good-looking couple, Skull?" <laughs> Skull's like, "Oh, great guess." Is that- <laughs> He's shooting some shade at him. He is. Like- <laughs> and and uh, what was Kimberly wearing? Part one. She's got overall shorts and a pink shirt and a, her hair up in a giant scrunchie. Bulk and Skull, mostly bulk at this point, are like, hey, when's the last time you took her out on a nice romantic evening? And Kim does this like look at Tommy like, yeah, when is it? <laughs> she like time? nudges him a little bit. She's like, yeah. Because <laughs> they have to sell tickets to the junior policeman's ball. Bulk says they have to sell all these tickets. They have thousands of tickets. Yeah, These are like, huge tickets. Yeah, rolls. like a full giant roll of carnival tickets that they need to sell, or else they will be thrown in the brig. Which isn't that like a ship that's, term? That's a military term. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe that's just the way Stone said it to them. Maybe he's ex-military. That would track. That would make sense. A lot of Lieutenant Stone in this episode that I really enjoy, and also he's very Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they badger them, and, and they're like, so you want to do it? And Kimberly's like, we would love to. And they, they buy tickets. Cut up to the moon. And Rita's like, how come you never take me anywhere <laughs> nice? Because all they do all day is watch the Power Rangers lives. Oh. That's it. And I, Zed's like, no, no, it's fine. We're going to go on our second honeymoon right now. Right. Serpentera's all charged up. He's ready to go. Rita's like, why don't you ever take me anywhere? And then Zed's like, I'll fly you around in Serpentera. <laughs> that's not going to a that's place. That's not going Zed. anywhere. That's like going on a date and just like driving around the block. Right? Hey, babe, you want to <laughs> take a ride? There's not even anything in space <laughs> between places. No. It's just blank. Take her to like Neptune. I bet that's real pretty. Right? Go check out the <laughs> giant storm in Jupiter. Something, anything, Zed. Also, you're not gonna because it's Serpentera and that thing's the worst. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Then we cut. To Finster's lab, and there's a monster laying on a table, which is weird. We've never seen that before. Right, because they leave, and Zed's like, Goldar, you're in charge. And there's like a back and forth with Rito. They're like, why not me? And Zed's like, because you're a dummy. We're going to go now. Yeah, also, like, when's... Like, technically, Rito has a higher close-to-success rate. <laughs> but, like, he's a bumbling idiot. That's so true. So maybe Zed was like, if we leave him in charge, we, there won't be a castle to come back <laughs> We'll to. come back, and there will be no more moon. <laughs> We'll have to live on Mars, and it'll be way harder to see the rangers that way. Before they leave, Zed tells Goldar, make sure the monster's ready when right. we get back. So then we cut Which to Which is in, lab. like, anticipated still the same day? This right? is a very short honeymoon. Yeah, right? Why not just tell him to send the monster down when it's ready? I don't know. Either way, <laughs> in Finster's lab, Finster's just, like, no segue at all. Is like, a love potion, like the one that I gave to Zed. <laughs> I mean, didn't give to Zed. Yeah, I don't know why he... Yeah. I don't know if he was like, I need to give this monster some love potion. I don't know. It's a bubble dispenser with a heart on it. Okay. Right. That's what this is. And he's like, it's a red one. The red one. There's also a blue one. Keep that in your pocket. <laughs> so he puts it behind, in a cupboard and he's like, safe under lock and key. And then Rito, Rito walks up to it. And then he just leaves. Yeah. Finch is like, all right. Gotta go. I gotta go over here and get some more clay. Patch up this monster's feet or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And so Rita walks up to the cupboard and is like, safe under lock and key. I don't think so. And then just fonses it one time and opens up the, <laughs> the, the door. And he takes the thing out, the bubble sprayer, the love, love, love bubble, love, lovable. Love. They don't portmanteau very easily. Love bubble potion. There we go. And sprays Miss Chief with it. And that's the monster's name. Her name is Miss Chief. She's like a firefighter. She's a firefighter lady. This is maybe their most clever name so far. Yes. <laughs> It works on a lot of levels, and it has nothing to do with her face or head, which I like. Right. So she's like, oh, handsome, I love you. Let's make out right now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, first, though. <laughs> and he whispers into her ear. Okay, and... She specifically says, I'll do anything you say. And he's like, yeah, okay, cool. Now, what he should have said was, go down to Earth and kill the Power Rangers. Right. But he did not say that. Instead, what he said was something to the effect of, Go spray people with this bubble gun. <laughs> also, apparently, she can go invisible, which at she, first... Right, because she warps down there and just, like, sprays Kim. Sprays Kim, but she's kind of around a corner. Right. So at first, you're like, okay, she's just hiding around a corner. That's fine. Sprays Kim, 
who is like, Tommy, I'm going to wear my hair up like this. And, oh, my God, who is that, babe? <laughs> it's Skull. Skull's a babe. And then just starts walking over to Skull. Like, just totally pie faces Tommy. Whatever, Tommy, go inside. <laughs> I'm on that new stuff now. And she's over there, and, and she's, like, asked him to the ball. And he's super receptive, because, duh. <laughs> Tommy's, like, right there. And Skull's just like, oh, yeah, I'm taking you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes, we are going to go to this ball. Tommy, like, squeezes, like, in between him a little bit. He's like, I thought you were going with me. And she's like, no. No. You got the best, why take the rest? Tommy's the rest. Tommy's the rest. Oh, sick burn. <laughs> sick burn from Kim, from a love struck Kim on to Tommy. <laughs> then, we, then we cut into the classroom where Mrs. Appleby is teaching a class. Mr. Er, Lieutenant Stone comes in. And like, Excuse me, ma'am, have you seen Bulkmeyer Skolovich? And then the monster appears right, right in front of the classroom. Right in front of the, everybody. Sprays stone right in his stupid face. <laughs> and then Kurt Angle falls in love with Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> That's all I could think of was that whole that whole storyline. And he's like, he's like, what a vision. And it gets all like Shakespearean, et cetera. Right. But like, apparently she is both invisible and inaudible because she's whispering to herself the whole time. Not whispering. She's talking to herself the whole time. Why not? And I'm just going to throw this out there. Why not be like, hey. Miss Chief, babe, this is Rito talking. Right. Since you can go invisible, why don't you go down there and stab the Power Rangers in the guts with a sword? <laughs> why don't you go cut people's heads off while they can't see you? <laughs> Instead, spray it with these bubbles. It's right. Why don't you cause a little bit of mischief? It is your name after all. <laughs> so then uh, she teleports out. Miss Chief does. Teleports into another part. Sprays Bulk, who... He's talking to Skull, who's still, like, completely bewildered by what just happened. <laughs> Bulk turns around and sees Ish and is like, Aisha, my love. <laughs> Go with me to the Casbah. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but we will find it together. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, okay, no. <laughs> I have a lot of theories about this love potion. Do you? Because this is not the first time Bulk has expressed interest in Aisha. No, it is not. And the first time was not under the spell of a love potion. No, it was when she was new. I think we talked about this in another love potion episode, where this just kind of magnifies actual feelings. Yeah. We'll get a little bit more evidence at the end of the episode of that. On both on both the the, the Skullberly case and the Bokisha. Bokisha and also some Applestone. Applestone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I usually like gets off of Bulk right. real quick. And she's, she's like, like we need to go. Like, we have to go. Then we got to the park where the four not Tommy and Kim people are already there. <laughs> and Tommy and Kim come up. Kim's like spinning and like playing with her hair. She's like just love drunk to the <laughs> max. And she's like, has anyone noticed anything weird happening? And Tommy's like, yeah, Kim. <laughs> Kim's like, if being in love is weird, then I am so guilty. So <laughs> guilty. Or guilty is charged. Whatever. She says one of those. Something like that. Then they're attacked by Goldar and some Tengas. There's a ninja fight. <laughs> well, Kimberly, like, jumps in front a little bit. She's like, I need to protect Skull, who is not even here. He is here. not there. <laughs> uh, this ninja fight was pretty baller, though. They're on. They're in the park, but they're on a bridge. And, uh, like, Kim's doing some real cool stuff with, like, hooking her leg on the, the side and, like, doing a lot of neat, like, takedowns and kicks and stuff, like, on the banister. Ish and Adam are doing some cool double team moves, I, th I think, or Billy and Ish. I know, right. so, I know one of the two of them hit people. Billy with and Ish run off as a team. Okay, they team up because at one point she like kicks someone, jumps into his arms, and he like battering rams them with right. her feet, and it was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed that uh, ninja fight. Then we cut up to Serpentera, who's running out of power. What? I know, everyone. I, I hope you were <laughs> sitting down. Serpentera right. is low on power. <laughs> Because there's, like, a little bit of, like, oh, are you having fun? And then she's like, I'm having an awful time. I love it. Or whatever. And then <laughs> Zed's, like, <laughs> Zed's like, good, because we're running out of energy. We and have to go home. Rita's like, I haven't heard that in 3,000 years. Pause. She was in a space dumpster 3,000 years ago with only four other guys. Four other guys. What was <laughs> happening in that dumpster? This is an all-ages podcast, so we won't get into it. Keep but that in your pocket, because there's some more love potion stuff. Oh, right. Huh? Hmm. Huh? I think, I think your theory is <laughs> starting to add up. So, they're running out of power, and so he calls Rito, and, the, and Rito's at 
the spyglass on, on the space phone. He's on. There's like a space microphone, like a principal's <laughs> microphone that he's using to communicate with him. And this, do you remember a couple episodes ago? There yeah. was an outtake where he was like, "Oh, I sent the monster to Earth. Oh no, they're gonna be so mad at me." And he was like, just was tripping over stuff. That is from this scene. It, yep. What? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. There was stuff in that episode they could have done. They oh, had definitely. to have been. Like, what? Why this? Why? Like, I get it. Oh, he's tripping over things. That's funny, I guess. A- anyway, Zed is like, we're coming back. Congratulations. I hope you weren't enjoying yourself because we ran out of power because you didn't charge Serpentera. Even if you would have charged Serpentera for like 10,000 years, it would have only... <laughs> Lasted long enough to go to the end of the universe and back, which is like two, three minutes, but it couldn't make it to Earth and stay there long enough to destroy it. <laughs> we cut to the Rangers. They all, like all the um, like Goldarn Tangas leave, and Tommy's like, oh, making a calculated retreat, huh? And goes just like, yep. Yep, bye. Bye. And like, I read it as like, that was a dumb thing to say, Tommy, we're leaving. <laughs> then they, they go to the command center. Uh, they scan Kim because Tommy's like, something's weird with Kim. Alpha do a scan. And Alpha's like, oh, she's she's under the effects of a love potion. Zordon goes, what else? <laughs> anything different than Is that? Is anything actually wrong? Because we did that. That was us, remember? <laughs> do you remember when we did that to them? And then Zordon says, that, oh, if you guys didn't like Zordon before... Here's a line that will make you hate Zordon, especially if you've been following along our little Zordon's the real bad guy of this story uh, trail. Zordon says, I am hesitant to tamper with fragile huge human right, emotions. Because I think Tommy's like, can you fix her? And he and says, he's like, no. I, I don't want to mess with emotions, man. Pause again. You've done that before. Liar. You are a liar. <laughs> and I hate you, Zordon. You literally gave them a love potion like <laughs> 25 episodes ago. What he means is two love potions, if you do any more than that, they might explode or something. I so, guess. So he's like, I'm not going to try. Or he's like, nah, I don't care. I don't. I should, I should probably t- go skull anyway. <laughs> She's still performing her duties. So yeah. He, so he's like, this isn't really debilitating in any way. Yeah, but he does say that like the love potion. It just potion, makes Tommy kind of sad. <laughs> right. Which You know what? He needs it. Maybe he deserves it. He does say that the love potion that they use is, like, you know, one of Finsters or, like, you know, Rita's or something like that. And that, like, it makes people less inhibited and they're more likely to, like, be careless or something. We only see that for, like, maybe a third of a second. (laughs) Like, we get, like, one second of that later and it doesn't factor at all. While Alpha is scanning her, she's, like, running through different... Ways she could add Skullovich to her right, name. Right, yeah, uh, their, her married name. I think this is when we find out her middle name is Anne. Yes. And she's like, Kimberly Ann Skullovich. Kimberly Hart Skullovich. <laughs> and, and then just, Tommy just is, like, terrified <laughs> right now. And then we cut to Miss Chief causing some more mischief. I wrote what? down Goldar, but I didn't write anything else. I think... Goldar. It just says it doesn't even say Goldar. Autocorrect says Gildar. That's not his name. Autocorrect. Uh, we we'll skip that because I don't remember what it was. Goldar <laughs> did something. He probably was grumpy. Oh, Zed came back, so maybe he was like. Oh, um, before that, Rito spills the beans about the love potion to Goldar. Right, right, right. Before right. they get back. Okay, so that's it. So he's so like, he's like Finster, get your butt up here, fix this. Comes walking in. He's like, yeah, what? Goldar. Goldar's just like. Okay, remember back when Rito was in charge for a day? Yep. Finster specifically was like, I only listen to Zed and Rita. Right. Goldar's like, make an antidote. He's like, yep, on it. Yes, sir, on it, sir. <laughs> Finster, I thought you had more integrity than that. <laughs> so then we cut to Miss Chief, and she makes Mr. Kaplan fall in love with Miss Appleby, too. And she, Miss Appleby is like, full-on soap opera like has everyone gone mad my my word mr kaplan he is like way into acting the scene oh yeah dude (laughs) is chewing the scenery uh and she is clutching her pearls in shock (laughs) and finster teleports down because he has to test the love potion the anti the antidote to the love potion yep on people so he sends finster down who is like hey miss chief you're out I'm tagging out. It's my turn. Your Cupid days are over. <laughs> you, you She's, she leaves with, like, an aw, man. Right, but that's it. Yeah. And then Finster, this is when I was talking about, like, the, the 
inhibitions or irrational stuff happens because Lieutenant Stone and Mr. Kaplan are about to fight and they get Miss Appleby is given in. She's into this now. Yes. If you if you look at her, she's yeah. like swooning over both of them. And so he's, he uh, bubbles the two of them. I forget what Lieutenant Stone says, but he's they like— They just, like, snap out of it and introduce themselves to yeah, each Lieutenant other. Yeah, Lieutenant Stone's like, why I oughta introduce myself? I'm Lieutenant Stone. <laughs> and they just, like, shake hands. And Miss Appleby faints. <laughs> <laughs> right on to Mr. Kaplan, and then Lieutenant Stone has his hat and starts fanning her. Yep. Uh, it's nice. Then he goes over to Bulk and Aisha— and Bulk is like kissing her hand and is like, I will bring you the moon. I will. <laughs> and then she, uh, he gets antidoted and he's like, Whoa, uh, what was happening? And Ish pulls away, but she was into it. She totally was. She's she, like, Oh, just just nothing. I'm, I gotta go now. She's like, I need to leave. And then she's like fanning herself. Like, yeah, she turns around like, I wish that wouldn't have stopped what happened. <laughs> then we go over to Kimberly and Skull, who are. Probably two seconds away from just making out in the hallway, uh, which not gonna lie to you, hoping it would get that far because that might have <laughs> that might have been the thing we needed to break up Tommy and Kim. We don't need a lot of help. Stay tuned. So, <laughs> um, so she's like, "I have to go, Skull. I'll see you later." And she like runs away. Tommy's talking to some other no name kid, and she just like grabs Tommy away from him. It's like, "I need this." <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Hey, you're okay." And she's like, "Yeah." What the heck was I doing? I, I don't know. If, I don't know if she can't remember it, but I I feel like she can. But other people are playing it off as it they don't remember. Right. I just I think she just like came to basically in Skull's lap and was just like, what? what? Let's back up a little bit. So then uh, we cut up to the moon. Mischief and Finster return, and they're like, all right, done. And then Rita comes in and she. Oh, the antidote is the blue bubble gun. Yes. I yes. don't think we mentioned that. Take that out of your pocket. Sorry, it was real big. Sorry if it was taking up a lot of pocket <laughs> space. Rita comes back and she's mad and she's like, "How you messed everything up. How dare you? I think she's yelling at Rito. Like, how dare you not charge the thing? You ruined my honeymoon. I hate you so much. And then he's just like whispers in mischief, who's still totally in love with him. He's like, yep. and she's like, all right. And bubbles her. She gets cuped, which is what I'm calling this. I should have thought of that earlier, <laughs> but I didn't. And so then she turns around and sees Goldar and is instantly all over Goldar. So like... She backs him up into the throne and yeah, just like, is like on top gets up of on him, his lap, stroking his face. He's a little bit his... like, oh, it's been 3,000 years. <laughs> this look, is gross now. Look, it's lonely in that dumpster. <laughs> also, he's like kind of in love with Zed because at one point, a little bit, at one point, he's like, it should be me with Lord Zed, Lord Zed's side <laughs> taking over the world. Not on a honeymoon. <laughs> Never not on a honeymoon, taking over the world. I guess he's over Scorpina, because uh, she's gone. She'll never even maybe, be spoken of again. Maybe what happened with Scorpina was like, oh, you're just Goldar. <laughs> I'm out of here. I can do better than that. Just warps away. And it just leaves. Goes to some planet, because there's plenty of them. Goldar's like, Fenster, fix this. Help me. And he's like, all right, but you're going to owe me one. I like that he takes time to extort him first. And he sprays her, and she immediately doesn't remember. She's like, and she's like, Goldar, what are you doing? Get off of me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Even though she's on him. On top of him, on the throne. Basically, tongue deep. <laughs> Just, <laughs> so she, uh, she walks away. Zed comes in, did not notice what was happening at all. And he's like, Miss Chief, you're ready. Good job, Goldar. Go down to the park. And, like, zaps her. Right. And so Almost then, hits Rito, but he ducks. Right. He's like, ooh, that was close. I always had to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always die when that happens. I'm not like Goldar. I can't just run right. away. I can die infinitely, but that doesn't make it hurt any less. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it just is, I'm fine afterwards. So then we cut to the Rangers who are like, oh, Kim was like, thank goodness that thing is over. And then uh, Rocky says something dumb. I don't remember what. I don't... His one line this episode? Yeah. I don't no, even remember no, what he, he has, said. He has a second line at the very end. But yeah, that's about it for Rocky. <laughs> Of this Good. episode. They were like, we had two full episodes of this kid. Let's give him Let's a break. Let's take a break. Him and Ish. Ish got some stuff, but her stuff was, I liked her stuff. Yeah. Um, this episode. Adam gets like, I think he gets one word. <laughs> he gets the funniest yes. line in the episode. <laughs> we will get there. And it's, he literally has only one word in this episode, unless I missed a lot of it. But this is the only he thing I can might, remember like, him saying. He might say something in the command center at some point, right, like, but it's nothing of like real meat. It's just Yeah, it's something <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get him. Or something. Yeah, scanner, scanner good. Scanner, what's up? Yeah. So then, 
uh, they're like, thank goodness. And Zordon's like, Rangers, mischief is in the park, causing some trouble. And they're like, all right, let's morph. And so they and morph. They morph in it. <laughs> but before they do that, Tommy's like, let's go get that stupid Cupid. Stupid Cupid. Stupid Cupid gave me such a chuckle. <laughs> I think he says it again while they're fighting I her. think, well, because it gave him such a chuckle, <laughs> right. too. He was very proud of himself. Which is something I like. I like when they're dumb teenagers yeah. and they like lean into that because like if because like, like if I was a teenager and I was like you're a stupid Cupid and I was like oh nailed it I would use that I as, gotta write that down I would use that as often as possible until that monster was dead and then if there was another <laughs> monster that had this I would use it again. There's another evil Cupid coming around. Guess what? I still got stupid Cupid in my back pocket. <laughs> So they go to the park. They fight Mischief. It's a regular fight until she pulls out a saw blade, <laughs> like a like a hula hoop size like saw a, blade. It's like a saw blade shield. Yeah, it's got holes in it, but that doesn't really matter. So then she starts throwing it around, and it like boomerangs back and like knocks some rangers over, until Tommy knocks it down one time, and then Zed and Rita panic and make her grow. Right. Because again, right? Because he he catches it like with Saba. I just like throws it to the side. Yeah. And then he, he looks at Mischief, turns Saba upside down. Yeah. And it's like, now you have to surrender because I threw your weapon on the ground. So yep. now you can't fight You're anymore. a helpless fireman lady. So Zed's like, nah, giant. She grows. They do the quickest Zord call ever, which is just like, pink, crane, blue, wolf, white falcon, uh, <laughs> the rest of them. That's <laughs> what the photo or the picture was at the beginning yeah. of the uh, on the Netflix screen. Yeah. So like. Netflix is doing this thing right now where it's like, oh, this could be anything at all. Because just the Rangers lined up in their suits. Yeah, they don't even say Zord. It's just like, no. oh, Adam and Rocky also say their color and animal. Yeah, they all do. But Tommy even only says White Falcon. Yeah, because they had to go. And then it, it, it I, stopped on him for a second. White Falcon, Tiger, Ninja, Ranger, Zord. <laughs> Red Ape, Black Frog. <laughs> Pink crane. Uh, I do, well, that was first. I oh. don't think they should have ended on Yellow Bear because it just doesn't have a good, like, forward m- momentum. Yeah, you remember the uh, the Nick Jr. show, Yellow Bear? Yellow Bear? That's a little bear. That's a little bear. <laughs> I used to have a stuffed animal named Blue Bear. Totally different thing. <laughs> there was also a bear in a big blue house. There was. It's also that, totally different Then thing. the Stain Bears. Yep. Which I guess is a big controversy over what their name was. I. It was that here. That... <laughs> Right, so. Like, I don't know. I I don't know what the deal is. All I know is that somebody like, it's Berenstein. It's not. And that's how I've always said it, but so, I never worried about it. I mean, I it. said Bearstein because I was a baby. <laughs> but <laughs> there are bears, also Steens. Yeah. Cool. Not, not like Kevin Steen. No. Bearstein. Like Chase. The bear, Kevin Steen. <laughs> like Chase, I think his last name is Stein, actually. It's from a comic book. Don't worry about it. Kevin Bearstein. Kevin Bear. <laughs> Have you seen the Tumblr, Kevin Owen as Bears? No. Not Tumblr. It's a Twitter account. It's a picture of Kevin Owens, <laughs> picture of a bear. They're making the same face. <laughs> there are dozens. It is amazing. Uh, there's also a thing about Waldo. In the UK, he's Where's Wally. Yes. Who cares? Right. He's Where's Waldo over here. Yeah. Shut up about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you go over there and they're like, what is a Waldo? Why are you talking about Waldo? You're in a new country. Experience some stuff. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stupid <laughs> picture search and find yeah. book. Don't go look over Waldo. There's a giant cool clock over there. Right? Just look at it. You can have so much weird food. England apparently has just like a lot of weird food. I digress. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go back to Power Rangers. So then they get their Zords. Falcon Zord does not show up a little bit because I guess Falcon Zord spawns 16 miles away from the <laughs> rest from of them. He's from Japan. I guess. And he has a flyover. The rest of them are in Angel Grove. Right? Cause yeah. Because they- <laughs> they're right in it. But then, so they're fighting uh, Mischief, no Falcon, and they get sawn one time. Sawed? Sawed. It's like a upgraded, souped-up fire yeah. saw, though. and it's pretty awesome. And and then they're like, Tommy, we need your help. And he's like, all right, hold on. I'm coming. I had to get some gas. Sorry. <laughs> and he catches... Uh, he, it, like, the falcon sword does fly out in front of a rising sun. That is true. Maybe the hint's there. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's not just a joke. Then falcon double punch. Mischief is dead. Poor, poor Rito. Love of his life. Gone. Well... Not really. He was just using her. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> He's so, a bad guy. He is. Bad guys can only be jerks. That is true. And they only like gross things. That's the moral of Power Rangers. <laughs> that and like, don't litter. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut down. Also karate. Then we cut to the moon. Yes, also karate. Moral of the story, <laughs> karate. <laughs> cut to the moon. Everyone's blaming Finster because they are just Cause awful. Of- <laughs> awful people. 
because of the love potion? Anyway, no. the plan that Rito had was go down and make humans fall in love and be idiots. Right. And then Goldar... Ca- cause some chaos. Totally undoes that plan. Like, maybe leave Kim a bumbling idiot. Yeah, let her make some dumb mistakes and then, like, trying to protect... Spray Skull. the rest of them. Let Tommy fall in love with, like, that art teacher. Right. Or, <laughs> or Ish. Then he can fight Bulk. Yeah, man. Let Bulk push Tommy around a little bit. That would be real cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, like they, yeah, just just like blanket spray them, see what happens. Like, who cares? If Rocky falls in love with Billy. Who cares if Billy doesn't fall in love with Rocky? Right. That's that's some tension. That's some real drama. Instead, he's like, no, undo it in case it doesn't work on Lord Zed. But well, like, they already had two, six, three successful tests before they got to Kim, right? So, and apparently, since Zordon's not going to help. That's the only way to cure yeah, her. Yeah, that was literally it. Because he was even like, hopefully it'll wear off, but who knows? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> so then... Seems a lot stronger than my love potion. Yeah, which was just like a kind of evened him out. Right. Or they're, they're blaming Finster, and then Goldar is like, Finster, now it's time. Get Zed. D-Love spells Zed. And then he basically spills the beans of like, it was fake. It was, it was all a right. trap. Calls and, Rita a... Uh, Wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, yep. Yeah, so, or maybe he maybe he said his sheep in wolf's clothing. I think he says wolf in sheep's clothing. Okay. Yeah. At least he gets that expression right. So he sprays the spinster sprays Zed. It does nothing to it him. Does it's just nothing. like bubbles popping on his face. Yeah. And he's, he's like, no, she's the light of my life. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm really in love with her now, which is real cute. I kind of like that. Goldar's like, oh no, this is awful. And Zed's like, apologize to her. He's like, I'm sorry, your heinousness. And that one gross thing makes Rita mad. Yeah. She hates being called your heinousness. Only this one time, because I feel like they've called her that before. <laughs> Cut down to... <laughs> Goldar doesn't even say it like he's trying to insult her. No, he it's just says it like in, a, in like a, a, a reverent way. Oh, sweet, I'm already on the Buffy wiki. Hold on one second, I gotta find a band. You thought this band was from Buffy too. Yes. I think they played this song... At the Salt Lick or whatever that, <laughs> that club is. The, the Bronze. The Bronze. <laughs> I know they're not this band, but this is the band they remind me of. And we'll do some we'll do some digging uh, next time. I will do some digging <laughs> next time. Um, this band is called Flames of Love. The that's, Buffy one or this one? This one. Okay. It says it in the background. Maybe that's the theme of the Junior Policeman's Ball. I don't know. But we cut down we cut down to the Junior Policeman's Ball, and there's a band playing. It says Flames. There's also of Love. only like thirty people here. Yeah. They did and, not sell all those. Tickets. And it feels like half of them are on stage. This is a large band. <laughs> They're, they sound like they were on Buffy. Again, this is 1995. This is two years before Buffy, so the lead singer might have been at some point, but they sound like the band The Sundays, who do a cover of the song Wild Horses, which is a real pretty song. But I don't know what song they're doing now, and this might have been on Buffy. This like It definitely sounds, it definitely like, sounds like they're it. in the bronze right now. Yeah, so everyone's, which I like. I wish this would have happened more. That's one of my favorite parts of Buffy, is that they're like, let's just go listen to some really alternative 90s music. <laughs> let's go listen to the most 90s music we can. Yeah. So then they... At Ernie's. At Ernie's Juice Bar. <laughs> they're dancing. Bulk's got a babe. What was coming wearing part two? Really fancy dress. She looks real nice. She's wearing her going out clothes. Yeah. And then... Probably some boots. Billy and Ish go dance and just leave Rocky. Adam... It shows Adam for a second and then he disappears. He just, hold on. <laughs> hold on to your butts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So but then Rocky, Billy and Ish walk and Rocky's just standing there and I'm like, this tracks this makes a lot of sense so he goes over to a girl in the background yeah and he's like (laughs) doesn't ask her to dance he's just like hey how's it going yeah and then it cuts away i don't know i think they were trying to make him joey from friends for a second (laughs) which if anyone was joey from friends it would be rocky yes uh but then kim and tommy are dancing she's like hey i need to go ask skull to dance and you know and he's like is that a good idea and she's like shut up jealous yeah i hurt his feelings all right let me go talk to him so she walks away, and then Adam is this. <laughs> this, this is the best moment of Power Rangers so far. Yeah. Adam steps into frame, <laughs> holds out two sticks of celery, and just says, Celery? <laughs> you look like you need a celery, bro. <laughs> Why? Why celery? Harsh. <laughs> this will mellow you out. Do you need to chill out? Here's some <laughs> celery. Oh, do you want the worst tasting vegetable? That can really even you out. It's not even any peanut butter on it. No, it's just a stick of celery. <laughs> Why uh, is Adam walking around eating celery? Hey, man, you want this? You can ang- have any babe in that place. <laughs> right? Hey, Tommy, you want this angry, bitter vegetable? <laughs> That'll really help you. 
Oh, but like where did it come from? He walked away right before. Is oh, there crying. celery over on like the refreshments table? I guess. So this means this all happens in like three seconds. Adam is there. We cut over to Tommy. Cut back to Billy and Ish. Adam's gone. In the two seconds before we go back to Kim and Tommy, he walks to the celery table, <laughs> comes back with some celery, just to offer one. To t- he got two, one for Tommy and one for him. Right. He can see how this is going down. And also, he was not going to get any for Rocky. Dude can get his own celery. Right. He's talking to a girl. I mean, uh. maybe maybe it cut away because they were like, no, he gets rejected hard. Right, yeah. Oh, this is going to... It's going to be ugly. We don't need to show this. How you doing? I was fine. Thanks. I was fine. Gross, man. Why don't you go reach out and touch somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> so then Kim goes up to Skull. She's like, hey, you want to dance? And Skull is like bumming. He's he like, is... why? So he could step on my feet and my heart. Oh. Skull. It gets better. It's okay. So she's like, no, it's isn't it better that we're friends? And he's like, we're friends? And she's like, well, yeah. And he's, like, he's like, yeah, duh, you dumb idiot. Duh, duh you're so stupid. <laughs> God, you're so cute. You're stupid. So stupid. So cute. God, <laughs> stupid. And he's like, all right, let's dance. And so they get up and they start dancing. And those two are totally married oh, now. Oh, yeah. Because like, cause Skull's dancing like a goober. Yeah. And Kim's into it. And yes. also dancing like a goober with him. Also, at some point, Mr. Stone, Mr. Stone, Lieutenant Stone, yes. Mr. Asked, Stone Miss, was... asked Miss Appleby to dance. Yeah. So and she's so like, love potion kind of works, kind of, kind of just. Like it can amplifier. only work if it's already there. Just amplifies the feelings you already have. Because yeah, you're right. Bulk already was into Aisha, right? Kimberly's clearly hit a skull. <laughs> Rita and Goldar have a space dumpster past <laughs> that they don't want to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just dance and then the episode ends. It's real sweet. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, final thoughts. It's a good episode. <laughs> Is that it? Is that the start and finish of your final thoughts? It's like it's like the first verbal confirmation of we're friends with Bulk and Skull now. Yeah, because they were at their re- their graduation. Right, and they were cheering them on, yeah. and they were being but like, <laughs> excited goobers up yeah. on stage or whatever. But Kim says it out loud to Skull, right. and it's real, and like you can feel it. Yeah, I really like it. And then the way they are dancing, there is no way that those two are not married now. Because here's the thing. She's only dating Tommy because he's cute and also a Power Ranger. Right. They kind of got thrown together that way. Skull, it like de- it developed as it went, and like when she leaves Tommy later, we won't talk about it now. But like, <laughs> I have a theory. We're just gonna put it on the table, okay? So everyone leaves to go to space except for Skull. This happens in like three years, right? <laughs> he only knows one person that was actually his friend on Earth, and she's in Florida. Maybe he makes his way over to Florida. Maybe I'm just saying. So in the future, he is rich. Yeah. All those gymnastics sponsorships. I also think he's some sort of hotel magnate. It just seems like it to me. Anyway, that's way down the line right. stuff. But yeah, I really like the episode. Rad Bob, you did, you did good work. One one quick problem, and this is a writing issue rather than a directing issue, is why did they go invisible and not murder the Power Rangers? If you have that ability, because Finster could do this too. Finster was also no one could see or hear him. Finster's been a bad guy the whole time. Did he never mention it? Is was this he just never, something like, they could always do and just haven't? Why not? Seems like a... Because they're invisible even to Power Rangers. So, like, this seems like it would have been a real good tactic on beating them. Yep. Anyway, how about some Rad Bob facts? All right. Hit me with the hashtag Rad Bob facts. All right. So we got several Rad Bob facts. We got some good ones. This first one is from Sean. He says, Rad Bob knows exactly where the lost galaxy is. <laughs> I like that one. It's a it's a slow burn because right. if you're following along and you have no idea what happens after this, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, no one knows where Las Galaxy is except Rad Bob. Then we got uh, Rad Bob Fact MVP, Ross Butler. <laughs> Here's the first one. Rad Bob storyboards on train cars and bridges with neon spray paint. <laughs> Rad Bob's dolly tracking for shots bear a suspicious resemblance to a half pipe. <laughs> Rad Bob's clapboard is a skater. By clapboard, I think he means second AC, which is the guy who does the clapping. Is a skater. The scene info is on his board, and he ollies through the flame and puts on a slap bracelet to make the clap noise. <laughs> and then, then the the final one is Rad Bob's senior thesis film was a commercial for the game described in this exchange. And this is an exchange that I had with uh, with Ross Butler a little while ago, and it goes as follows. 
This is from me. I just found out about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, and I am unreasonably hyped about it because I am. Because Tony Hawk was like, yeah, it's going to be goofy. It's not going to be realistic at all. You're going to love it. And I was like, you're right. Then Ross tweeted at me, I want to just, I, I just want it to be playable via Rock Band controller because... <laughs> Because shredding guitar to to skateboard to a skateboard video game would literally summon the '90s or something, <laughs> and I and I said that would literally be the most radical thing ever, literally in the literal sense. Nothing could be more radical than playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five with a uh, guitar hero controller. And then he said it would emit waves that would suddenly cause you to be dressed in flannel with spiky hair and a chain <laughs> wallet. Oh, your giant Jinko jeans oh, double as two sleeping bags. Yes. <laughs> I hope that game comes out on the Wii U. <laughs> I don't think it will, but it will be on PS4, and All I right. have that. So you can just come over and play it. Uh, but I have it. I mean, my roommate does. Shout out to Tony. He said I wouldn't do it, but I did it. <laughs> Worked it in very naturally. Anyway, that's going to do it for us for today. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did... I don't know how. What did I do? I messed up. Morphingregret.com is our <laughs> website. I tried ending a, a hit video. the like button or subscribe. I almost did. <laughs> if you want these delivered hot and fresh, twice a week, Monday and Friday. <laughs> Morphingregret.com is the website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingregret at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingregret. We're on Facebook at facebook.com/slash the morphingregret, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you want to leave us a rating and review, that would help us out a ton, and we would really appreciate it. I don't know what the next one is called. Because I wasn't looking. It was, um, oh, I looked at it too. Is I it don't a, remember. The picture is them just like huddled. Oh, the next, the <laughs> next one is, uh, oh, right. The next one is I'm Dreaming of yeah. a White Ranger, which we're skipping. Which so we are I don't skipping. Know again, after that. again, warning. We are skipping that episode. So don't panic when the next one you see in your feed is 129. That's on purpose. <laughs> we put it out that way. Yes. <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll see you Monday with episode 129. Don't forget to send your hashtag, hashtag RadBobFacts to us on Twitter. Yes, we got at least six more RadBob episodes, so you got plenty of time to do it. Even if we don't have any more. Yeah. They're just, just fun to read. Just send them in. We'll see you Monday. But until then, may, may the, the power, power protect you. So we will get there. If you, go watch it. Uh, oh, no, you gonna, do the if you're new here. I was going to do, do my bit. I don't know if I should do my bit anymore.